0: Good morning. I'm Riley, and this is Lifestyle Tucson, a program where I speak with nonprofit groups and organizations, finding out how they serve our community and getting updates on current projects. For the first portion of today's show, I'm sharing a recent chat I had with Gap Ministries. On Thursday, March 31st, they will be celebrating the grand opening of the Campus of Hope, which is located at 2025 West Highway Drive. I'm speaking with... My name is
1: Tian Kennedy, and I'm the Development Director at Gap Ministries.
2: I'm Jason Ayers, and I'm the Director of Culture and Communication at Gap Ministries.
0: Gap Ministries is a nonprofit that's been serving the Tucson community for over two decades. But for those who might be unfamiliar, to start off, would you be able to share a brief history of Gap Ministries and a bit of what the mission of it is?
2: Yeah, so our mission is really, really simple. We bring help to children, healing to families, and hope to the community. Uh, And we do that in a lot of different ways. So we service uh, the DCS and foster care side of things through group homes, foster care licensing, foster care training, visitation services, and parenting classes uh, through their program called Nurturing Parent Program. Then we serve our community through several different venues with our community warehouse, our kitchen, our second chance training programs, and then we serve our families in all of our areas because they all touch families in one way, shape, or another. So that's a Very condensed version of who we are and then some history just about us. We've been, like you said, been doing this for almost 20 years. And I remember back in those beginning years just starting in my parents' house. And it was just, we had a garage full of food and we had a foster kid in our bedroom. And that's how we started. And it grew from that moment to what we are today, which is really exciting.
0: Well, and and speaking of growth, celebrations are in order because Gap Ministries is going to be having their grand opening of the Campus of Hope, Thursday, March 31st. But before we kind of delve into the, the fun of the ribbon cutting and all that, I'd like to hear a bit more about kind of the vision Gap Ministries has for their Campus of Hope and how it's going to be utilized. Well,
1: we we have been in the same property for the last 10 years. It was a leased property, and so when we purchased this property December, um this is going to save the ministry so much money. Mm -hmm. It's going to save us about a quarter of a million dollars a year that we'd be paying in rent. And so with that, it offers the ability for us to do a lot more programs, to put money back into the programs serving the community, Mm -hmm. to expand and also have a little bit more freedom than we had when it was someone else's property and there was lots of requirements that we couldn't do, Mm -hmm. like having people directly come and get products from us, get food from us. So... It's going to allow us to serve this community even better.
0: Uh, What are going to be some of the services available through the Campus of Hope? We're going to be doing the same things we've always Mm -hmm. done, but the two things that have really
1: expanded in the last probably five or six years at GAP are the community services, and especially with the pandemic Mm -hmm. and everything going on and the hardships and now with gas prices going Mm -hmm. up and food prices going up, uh, our community warehouse last year uh, our in-kind donations that we distributed into the community were $2.5 million mm-hmm. dollars worth of food and products. So that's where we see this area. We picked the 05 zip code because it is an area of a great of great need. Mm-hmm. And so we're hoping that the community warehouse can distribute products that people need help people stay on their feet. So there's a lot of families out there that are tottering mm-hmm. on the edge. And, and that's where kids have, end up in foster care because Families, you know, they can't pay the bills. They end up the stresses Mm -hmm. of that. And that's a lot of times when families are are broken apart and kids end up in the foster care system. So if we can stop some of that before it ever happens, Mm -hmm. that's one of our goals is to help families that are on the edge to just keep uh, being able to
0: stay together and keep paying bills. Yeah, the prevention is Yes. Very important. Absolutely. Instead of trying to fix the issue after it's Mm -hmm. already there. So I would like to hear a bit about the development of the Campus of Hope. I saw online that building out the property isn't expected to be completely finished until the end of 2024. So will you share with me a bit of what there currently is and a bit of what's still to come? Yeah.
2: So right now, uh, our admin facility is just about finished and wrapped up. We had so we finished our admin facility and then unfortunately found some plumbing issues. So we had to rip a bunch of stuff out and then it's almost finished. So that will be 100% ready for the 31st event, which we're excited for. Our visitation center is uh, about, I would say, 70% of the way there. So it should be close to finished by the time the that the open house happens. Uh, so you'll get to see a great almost kind of done picture. Our commercial kitchen is right now just a big open space. There's nothing there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a building. There's walls, but that's really that's all that's there.
0: <laughs> but you wouldn't walk in and think, oh, it's a kitchen. Yeah, you're <laughs> not gonna you're not gonna go in and be like,
2: hey, there's a beautiful kitchen here. There's no kitchen. There is nothing there but some walls and some bathrooms, and that's it. Uh, so that's going through the permitting process and design process mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And then our warehouse, we are in the process of getting that transitioned over. So there's no racks or anything. Mm-hmm. Any warehouse related? Again, there's a warehouse there, but there's just. No, no, th- no product. There's yeah. no rack. There's no <laughs> forklift. There's none of that stuff is there. So uh, on the thirty first, everyone's gonna kind of get to see really the beginning of the campus of hope, which is kind of exciting for us. We wanted to give the um, before and after. Mm-hmm. You know, we wanted to to say, look, this is our vision for this space, and I promise you, by by you know the end of probably twenty twenty two and into twenty twenty three. Most of it will be complete, and, and the idea that 2024 would be our ultimate finale with landscaping and mm-hmm. all, all the, the beautiful parking yeah, lots, yeah. Parking lots yeah. and yeah. The, the craziness that happens, that takes, un- unfortunately, a lot of time. But, yeah, yeah. we're excited.
1: That's The main wonderful. thing is to transition all of our programs over there by the end of this year so that okay. we— our lease ends at the end of the year so that we aren't double paying while we uh, get everybody over. So that's that's the main thing is to get everything over to the new campus and then finish up the things that don't have to be done mm-hmm. to get everybody in there. Yeah,
0: right. so 2022 is definitely the transitional yes. process year. You're listening to Lifestyle Tucson. I'm Riley, and I'm speaking with Tian Kennedy, the Development Director at Gap Ministries, and Jason Ayers, the Director of Culture and Communication at Gap Ministries. Gap Ministries will be celebrating the grand opening of their Campus of Hope, which will be located at 2025 West Highway Drive. So now I had been looking at the Facebook page, and so I caught a glimpse into the fun that you have planned for the 31st. Yeah. Um, is it true that Go the Gorilla yes. is going to be making us Yes, up? he will be done.
2: <laughs> so we got a grant from the Suns, um, and they were building sports courts at several of our facilities. And right after we got the grant, a few months later, we found out that we purchased the property. And so we went back to the Suns and said, hey, we want to put one of your sports courts on this big mm. facility right next to our visitation center with all the kids that are going to be coming and going are you guys okay with that? And they said, yes, we'd love it. So they are actually building the sports court. The, the sports court guys have been working on getting fencing and all the stuff that needs to, to – they, they're working on getting the product. So hopefully it's close or at least started. And so when, when uh, Go the Gorilla is there, he'll get to celebrate the start of the Suns basketball court. Oh,
1: fine. He'll be there from 1230 to 1. He's only comes for mm-hmm. half an hour, so he'll be doing pictures and – autograph, so if people want to see him, that's the time so, to come. A
0: little earlier in the... <laughs> yeah. So, um, before we get too far, what are the hours of this grand opening celebration? It's from 9 to 5, okay. so all day long we'll be having refreshments, goodie bags,
1: tours of the facility. Uh, if people want to come for the ribbon cutting and kind of the official opening with some of the uh, Pima Council members mm-hmm. and things like that, um, that's at 9.30 so they can okay. come for that. But any time during the day up till 5 o'clock, we'll be having refreshments, goodie bags, and and tours. So oh, whatever works with their schedule. I know it's a Thursday and we debated because it is a work day and a school day. But hopefully somebody can get away at their lunch hour mm-hmm. or at the end of the day if, if they do work.
0: Uh, what are some of the other things you have kind of planned for this uh, event on the 31st?
2: Yeah, so there will be lots of tours. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, people in all the different areas kind of explaining what's coming, the vision of what's happening but one of the things that's really important to us is honoring the people that have made it possible mm-hmm. for us to get where we're at. So every hour on the half hour mark, so nine 930 kind of kicks us off, but then at 1030 and then every hour mm-hmm. after that, we'll be honoring different groups of people. And we have an award for them and we're going to call them forward and we're just going to call them out and say, look, Gap wouldn't be here without amazing partners that we do we do this with. So it's not just we have amazing staff, we have amazing volunteers, but we also have amazing community partners. And so every hour we'll be honoring kind of a different set of community partners throughout the day. So that's going to be really, for our team, that's one of the things we're really, mm-hmm. I mean, we're excited for the people to come out. We're excited to give the tours. We're really excited to say thank you to people who have made Gap Ministries possible over the last 20 years and hopefully 20-plus more years to come. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So it is important to note that uh, you know Gap Ministries has been able to serve the community because of the support from the community, Absolutely. and so with taxes due and Arizona Give Days coming up, can you tell me a bit more about uh, the donation process and kind of how people can lend their aid to Gap Ministries? Absolutely, A couple ways. You
1: mentioned Arizona Gives Day, so I'm going to tell people if they want to help on Arizona Gives Day, wait until April 6th. Don't give us early donations. Mm-hmm. If you can give on Arizona Gives Day and you're willing to give a $100 donation or more, we everybody that gives a $100 during the Power Hour that day, Wednesday the 6th of April, between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m., if we get the most $100 donations, we win an additional 4000 Oh, wow. So we've got some information about it on our website, but give during the Power Hour if you want to do Arizona Gives and help. Um, and then the other way people can help right now if they're doing their taxes is that GAP qualifies for the foster care tax credit. Mm-hmm. And so that's a really easy way if you're a couple, $1,000. If you're a single filing, uh, $500. And that's like like the school tax credits mm-hmm. and all the others, so.
0: And so, you know, we are also going through a difficult time and there are people who can't necessarily provide financial support, but perhaps they still want to find a way to give back. What are like volunteer opportunities that Gap Ministry has?
2: Yeah, so we we can service any volunteer needs that people want to do. You know, one of the things that we think uh, for us, at least that we think is really great, is that we try to find what that person wants to do. Hey, you want to help out in the kitchen? Yeah, we can We can facilitate mm-hmm. that. I know how to do elect- electrical work or I know mm-hmm. how to do, you know, some, we try to find what works for them and then fit them into our organization. So we have a lot of opportunities from basic landscaping work all the way to specialized handyman work mm-hmm. at the new facility. So wherever they kind of fit in that, that range, we have an amazing volunteer coordinator who reaches out to those people, finds what they need, and then fits them into our organization wherever they feel fit. And we can also not just do small groups, but we can do large groups.
0: Oh, okay. So you so, could bring like your, like say you have a club yeah, that wants to come in.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. We can we can facilitate. I think the largest group we facilitated last year was around that 70 or 80 people mark. Oh, wow. And so depending on, you know, what people want to do, we can facilitate large groups in one facility or over multiple facilities. It really just depends on the needs of the group and what's going on.
1: hmm just about the only thing that people can't do at GAP that sometimes they would like to is work with the kids because mm-hmm. we, we care for about 300 foster kids a year, but just because of the rules, mm-hmm. we cannot have them with interacting with the kids, which is sad because people want to help, but that's the one thing that just we're not allowed to yeah. by the state. Understandable. But they can serve the kids so many other ways. Yeah. You know, the, the warehouse benefits our kids, mm-hmm. and the kitchen makes meals for our kids, and so there's lots of ways they can serve. It's on the parameters, but, yeah. it's not, but it really makes a difference. So. Definitely.
0: And just not, not necessarily hands-on, but it's still definitely benefiting yeah. them. Well, is there anything else you'd like to kind of add on about uh, what's in store or what's going on with Gap Ministries right now?
2: I think we're just really excited for this next season and what's coming up in the future for Gap Ministries because this, like TN said, this move to the campus – Kind of this this next trajectory of our of our growth at Gap, we're just very very excited for the community involvement, the donors involvement, volunteers, all the things that that the growth that is going to come, and plus just getting more product and more things out into the community. It's just we are beyond excited for this move, and every day as we get closer to moving new people over and different groups, we're just we can't wait till we're all back on one facility mm-hmm. again and back to one. Uh, one not not broken apart family, but one whole family at our facility. So we're really excited for this.
1: Yeah, and we um I want people to know try to come on March 31st because mm-hmm. that's the big party. But if that doesn't work with their schedules, I am happy any time to give tours. So if people go on the website and go to the contacts, they'll find Tian Kennedy, or I think there's even one that says have a tour okay and so if they contact us and reach out we'd love i love showing people around and just telling them what we do
0: mm-hmm. wonderful so. well before i let you go where is the best place for people to go if they just want more information about what gap ministries is up to it's gapmin.com G A P
1: M I N. g-a-p-m-i-n.com
0: that was TN Kennedy, the Development Director at Gap Ministries. I was also joined by Jason Ayers, the Director of Culture and Communications. And their website again is gapmin.com, G-A-P-M-I-N.com. You're listening to Lifestyle Tucson. I'm Riley. And for the next portion of today's program, I'm sharing a recent conversation I had with Maria Sherfield, a supervisor at Tucson Electric Power in the Contact Center. We are discussing the resources that are available for renters who have fallen behind on their power bill. If you live here in Tucson, you are familiar with TEP, Tucson Electric Power, but I'd still like to start off with just a bit of history. How long has TEP been providing power for the Tucson area?
3: So Tucson Electric Power has been providing electric service uh, to Tucson and the surrounding areas since 1892.
0: The impact of the pandemic is is visible in many aspects of our lives. And I was wondering if you could speak to the impact you have seen among your TEP customers.
3: So our TEP customers have been greatly affected by the pandemic, Um, the loss of jobs in the Tucson area and surrounding areas as well. Um, has caused a lot of financial hardship on most of our customers, including customers that would normally, um, pre-COVID, not have a problem paying their bill. Uh, we are now granting extensions and payment arrangements to a vast majority of mm-hmm. our customers, um, not only the, the you know the typical customers that would call from time to time, asking for a little bit more time through an extension on an account. Mm-hmm. So, we are providing many different programs that we can help our customers in addition to the regular payment extensions mm-hmm. and payment arrangements. We are very proud to be working in conjunction with Pima County mm-hmm. through the Department of Economic Security. What we have done is we are promoting our ERAP, Emergency Rental and Utility Assistance Program. Any customer out there who may be listening and is going through just a financial you know, hardship and struggle, we want you to know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. We are here to assist you. If you call our call center, one of my CSRs will be happy to assist you in offering you the ERAP survey. It consists about seven, eight questions, if that. There's two of the questions that basically determine whether you will be qualified to receive assistance, and that would be, are you a renter? Because that is one of the um, requirements. You Mm -hmm. must be a renter. And then also the income guidelines. We're calling it a survey internally for our customers, but then it gets sent to DES as an application that Pima County will then review further. But you're pretty much guaranteed that you will receive uh, assistance And any past due balance on your account, as long as it is not older than March of 2020, qualifies to get paid through this wonderful program. There is also an opportunity for customers to receive an additional three months of assistance on their electric bill. So we encourage all of our customers to call our call center at 520 623 7711 if you prefer to do it online and, you know, just take your time, you can also go to apply online at TEP.com forward slash help for renters. And you can take the survey from there as well. And like I said, it takes about two minutes, if that. And what this does is it basically uh, protects the account from any kind of disconnect Mm -hmm. on the account. We invite everyone to, to enroll in this program And then in addition to that, we also have our Lifeline Low Income Discount Program. And that program saves you $18 on your monthly bill. You can apply for that one online as well, or one of our uh, representatives is able to enroll you while on the phone. And our call center is open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m., we realize that sometimes people don't have a computer or they're just perhaps not just you know very uh, savvy sometimes. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of our you know elderly customers. So again, our wonderful CSRs are there to, uh, not only to help you enroll on the ERAP uh, survey, but also on the Lifeline Low Income Discount Program. And $18 may seem like it's not a lot of money, but when you are a family that is just having hardship and, you know, you're trying to make ends meet, that's, for you and your children, that can be, you know, a loaf of bread, it can Mm -hmm. be a gallon of milk, perhaps some peanut butter and jelly. So if you think about it, $18 over the course of a year amounts to a little bit over, you know, $200. So it does make a difference. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we all just need a little bit of help along the way. And there's nothing wrong with that. So You know, we we take a lot of pride in helping our customers and being here for them. And I just want everyone to know that, you know, hard times don't last forever. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, I actually know from personal experience, because pre-pandemic, I I had situations come up where the bill was due and I was short and I'll extensions. I've done split payments where it's like I can give you this much now and this much later. And a big part of getting that help is making that first step for that help.
3: Absolutely. So it's funny that you say that because we really do go through some major lengths to try to outreach to our customers. Um, I have been, you know, um, in a position to where we round up, you know, a couple of our CSRs uh, in the call center and we make outbound calls mm. to customers who are currently past due, but have not necessarily reached out to us, right? Right sometimes there there's things that get in the way perhaps it's the pride perhaps it's you know I I I think I can do it I'm gonna Mm -hmm. figure it out on my own and then before you know it these balances just keep on growing and growing it and it kind of just gets out of our hands Um, so we do a lot of outreach as a matter of fact we worked a uh, Pima County Cares Resource Fair over at Freedom Park. And we were out there from like 9.30 in the morning until 30. And we enrolled them on that wonderful oh. program that I spoke about earlier, the ERAP program and the Lifeline program. So we do try to go, you know, through great lengths. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also work very closely with the Sawarita Food Bank and the Tucson Community Food Bank. And then it, it's, again, to try and just, you know, let customers know and invite them to to, to just apply for some of these programs.
0: Yeah. What are some of the other ways TEP has been helping spread the word about the ERAP program?
3: We have been spreading uh, the word, like I said, through uh, some of the resource fairs. Unfortunately, because the numbers had gone up a couple of months ago with COVID, mm-hmm. we had to stay away from that. The company did have a pause on on any kind of gatherings unless they were outside. Another outreach effort where we have gone through great lanes is we have done a door knocking project. Good old
0: fashioned door to door. Acts, hey. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> so any apartment complex, you know, that's a given, right? Yeah. Like the community is renting there. So let's go knock on some doors. We have done that program offering EWRAP and Lifeline to those customers. And this huge sense of relief for some of our customers who have said, hey, you know, I'm I'm on the verge of getting disconnected. Here's my disconnect notice. Or another customer who said, hey, I have $72. I was going to go pay you. I promise. Like, please don't disconnect me. And to be able to provide our customers with information and say, no, 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 you know, I assure you, we're not here to disconnect your service. If anything, I'm here to help you find a solution mm-hmm. so that your power for you and your children does stay on, Right. Uh, We had one uh, customer uh, at one of the apartment complexes that said, my service got disconnected this morning. We were able to turn them back on right then and there. We are solution focused Mm -hmm. and we are just trying to do everything that we can for our customers. You know, we have about five different teams. We're all on rotation. We go out there and let me tell you, a lot of the times I personally I've been out there like four or five times and I, even though I might be huffing and puffing going up those stairs, just to know that I have helped some people, like there's no greater oh, feeling, yeah. no greater sense of satisfaction. Again, I, I invite anyone who may be going through a, lot, a little bit of hardship to just call us, pick up the phone, call our contact center, and one of one of our wonderful CSRs will be able to assist. After you fill out the survey, if the customer, say, for instance, goes in and, and fills out the survey on our website in about. 24 hours it protects your account it basically adds an extension mm. for 60 days until that payment uh, comes in to date with all of our outreach efforts we have been able to help over 10,000 mm. customers in our community and that is an excess of over 8 million dollars oh, wow. that is how serious we want to be part of this solution in our community
0: just asking for the help can be a difficult step to take you know but once you get that ball rolling.
3: Absolutely. Be- you know, I also work with a lot of the community agencies such as St. Vincent de Paul, you know, Interfaith Community Services mm-hmm. and Salvation Army. And Pima County has a wonderful program called LIHEAP uh, where if customers qualify and they meet their requirements, then they can qualify for up to $1,400 on their account. Um, so again, so, there's mm-hmm. such a multitude of ways that we can try to you know, help customers on their accounts. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, will you just share again the phone number for Absolutely. people to find out more and uh, get registered with the ERAP program?
3: Yeah, you can get registered for the ERAP, Emergency Rental and Utility Assistance Program by calling one of our amazing CSRs, shout out to them by the way. <laughs> um, and you can do that by calling 520-623-7711. Or if you decide to go online, you can go to TEP.com forward slash help for the number four renters and you can enroll online.
0: That was Maria Sherfield, a supervisor at Tucson Electric Power in their contact center. You've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson. I'm Riley. And if you're part of a nonprofit group or organization that would like to be featured in an upcoming episode of our program, you can reach out to me by email, publicaffairs at azlotus.com. That is publicaffairs, all one word, at azlotus.com. For more information about the program or to listen back to something you may have missed, go to the Sunday Mornings page at mixfm.com, kfma.com, klpx.com, or espntucson.com.